0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Clappercast, episode one hundred and thirty-seven, I believe, aka the Megan episode. Our first actual review of the year. It is not me alone, as you can see. I am joined once again by both Paul Price and Michael Fairbanks. Michael, I feel like if you do five of these episodes, you're considered a co-host. So, like, you're almost there. You're over halfway at this point. But how is everyone? He's already done two before today? that. Oh, two That's before. True. So was... you know what? Yeah. So he's at five co-host. now. I was <laughs> just thinking that. I, I I was wondering how long until I was like doctored yeah. Because it's three in a row, too. Like yeah. that's that's a big yeah. club.
1: Well, especially club. because um Alina went to the movies and was like, I'm not seeing Megan. <laughs> it was a Who'd very definite there?
0: choice. Puss in Boots what is was, really good. What I think it is really it, good what look. I think like really settled it was when Paul didn't really like ask like can you be on this episode he was like we're doing this episode sunday and i was like okay (laughs) well to be clear on the podcast last time you're like oh i'll be there and i was like oh okay i guess you will be like cancel okay valid (laughs) so it was really
1: you asking telling us Uh, you were gonna be on this
0: episode
1: (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah no it's it's been a good week um i still am dealing with the long covid stuff which is really fun it's like covid uh it's like Okay, so what keeps happening is people will be like, "Are you still testing positive are you still testing positive?" And like people will ask after you've already told them I've been testing negative for a week, and they'll be like, "How about now?" And I'm like, I can't reget it yet. I have like all the immune you're more likely to give it to me at this <laughs> point. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, it's been really great because I'll just be sitting there and then randomly just start coughing and it's the kind of cough that you feel in the back of your eyes. It's like not a like, you know, rewarding cough where you're like, yeah, I feel like better because I coughed. It's like, no, I'm I'm worse for it. Um, but yeah. Um I'm maybe going to the IMAX um thing tomorrow for RRR. Um I'm like 50 50 on it. Only because it's immediately right after work and then it's four hours, and then I go to sleep and then I'm back at work. <laughs> so did you that's get like, tickets? Uh they gave me tickets oh that's dope <laughs> why
0: is it four hours is it a q a mm-hmm. oh sick yeah
1: you've
0: got and it like
1: i know but like also like you know even though it's um four hours at the place i'm like okay then like what time am i getting home the uber and stuff back yeah. uh, it's just a lot to it's a lot to figure out um but it also will be really fun because it's like the whole cast will be there and so should be on a work
0: night is rough though i know
1: i wish it was tonight if it was tonight i would like a hundred percent no questions asked but i'm sure they were like
0: now that they know that they can sell out the chinese in like
1: like, 98 seconds seconds. i don't know if they did actually sell out. here's my truth um conspiracy it's not a conspiracy i got tickets after the event sold out so, like, I think that it sold out for, like, a crowd section, and the rest is, like, FYC. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. So, like, sure. I think it's a lot more FYC than we, like, are expecting. Um, but I don't know. Also, um, my friend Michelle is, like, 50-50 on if she wants to go, so it's a whole thing. But what have you guys been up to? You're finally back, Carson.
0: Yes. I mean, no one saw it because we didn't have visual last week because of me. But, like, I'm finally home. <laughs> so that's good. I like being home. So no longer in Texas. Nothing much. You know, just traveling, visiting Texas. Went to the zoo today. It was lovely. You know, living life. Because there's no movies. A, there's uh, no
1: movies coming out. It's so, like, why not? Yeah. Do you have a um, season pass? I do. The San Diego? I've never been. It's like one of those that's things shocking. I always wanted to do. It's really fun. Yeah. I know it's just like you have to go to down to San Diego to do it. So like you know, come for Pride. Man, <laughs> Pride why. is literally next door to the zoo. <laughs> what and is all-
0: Pride? And no I one will- would be at the zoo because they'd all be at Pride. So like, what is <laughs> the life animals at? are in a
1: different location? <laughs> <laughs> they move I them away. I will say it has the
0: San Diego Zoo has the worst layout of any zoo in history. So confusing. They make But you it has p- pandas. <laughs> no, they don't oh, anymore. They got no. the animals. Are, the animals themselves. Are, are you fucking kidding animals. me? What it was, the, was only a like fifteen year deal, and then like China, the deal ran out, and they didn't like renew our contract. So China took the pandas. Oh yikes! That makes sense. <laughs> when was this? Years ago, and it's shocking now because if you go like the middle of the zoo was dedicated to pandas, and it still is theming wise because they built all these buildings and stuff, but like we just don't have pandas anymore.
1: It's very weird.
0: How did I not even notice that when I was there? This
1: is uh, why wouldn't you just get like red pandas then? Just put Oh, I think we do have red there. pandas. I'm talking about the okay, that's giant true. pandas. I know. Okay. Well, but also, that was the
0: China worst part of the zoo. Indiana. It was like a th- two hour wait to even like in a line to get in and see the pandas, and then like you're rushed. Pandas were never a good experience at the zoo. Yeah, but I love pandas. Sure. I mean, they are adorable. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll give you that. Um, What else is adorable, according to some people, is Megan, the killer doll. Paul, you signed up to introduce the film this week, so go ahead and take it away with our spoiler-free section for Megan, with specifically a three in there, not knee. Make sure you get it
1: right. Yeah, um, I I wanted to write down what Megan stood for, and I forgot immediately. Um, Model 3 something, like generated... Generation,
0: third generation robot, something? Let's see. Oh, here it is. Here it is.
1: It's on the Wikipedia. <clears throat> so we'll just restart, cut that. Yeah. Um, it's Megan, stands for Model 3 Generative Android, which doesn't make any sense because that's mega. But <laughs> um, on January 6th, it was mega? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Um, but uh, so the film is about. This little girl named Katie, I believe. Yes, Katie. And um, her family dies in like the stupidest car accident I've seen in a movie in a while. And like, just because like they pull over in the middle of the road, they're like, okay, we'll stop in the middle of the road. Um, they're on a mountain, and they're shocked. The sides. not like, like, clips. <laughs> I know, but it was just very... The way they explained it was very funny. Because they're like, what if we get hit? Stops anyway. Sits there and waits to die. Um, uh, So, Allison Williams' character, um, Gemma, who's like... Basically just like a millennial who's like, I don't want kids. I focus on my career. Um, She takes her on and... Um, cause it's her sister's kid and she's like, I don't want to parent. So I'm going to make this doll that will parent for me. And then the doll is evil. It's like one of those movies that like, I do believe that there was a cool script in here. Um, I did find out recently that this is actually a rewrite like post, um, like post screen test, um, in that this was originally an R rated film. Um, which i had no clue about and as soon as i heard that i was like yes it was um cuz that's kind of where this film feels um shaky uh, some of the comedy's fine um it's a very like comedy horror film but um the when a movie is PG-13 for horror um usually they work really hard to have the scares be bloodless this just was we're not having scares. Um, And so that was a little disappointing to me, but um, there are aspects I really liked. I think the voice actress who plays Megan is great. Um, There are moments that I have fun, but for the most part, it is very generic. Um, You know, uh, I think damning with faint praise, like I kept saying, it feels like a Hulu original, Um, like something that would pop up over the weekend and be like, yeah, sure. Especially because it's got that Blumhouse feel to it. It's like I can watch those for free. You know, uh, they used to have that show Into the Dark and that's kind of what this feels like. It's just like something that comes on and it's like a short little, you know, oh, okay, that was clever. There was like a twist or two. Um, I also don't see a budget in this. I know Megan was probably hard to do but outside of that, it feels very cheap. Um, I'm curious what you guys thought.
0: Um, I went ready to have fun because paul and i we tried a new bar that's under the theater that we went to and that man made my drink and so (laughs) i was really like ready to go and like really ready to experience megan in her full glory and i still got bored because i just think like they i feel like they really coasted on the premise of this and the appeal of just having this doll and Megan's whole just personality you know like she's just she's delightful but i just don't really think that they i think they just kind of retreaded the child's play remake here with the whole concept of the doll being ai but they didn't take it as far as that movie even did it was just kind of a milk toast version of that and i just sort of i wished that i was either laughing harder or more scared I was wishing that at any active point during the movie. Like, I think it was just very kind of undercooked. But I think if they went a little bit wackier in the sequels, I would like it. It definitely feels like a bad first movie in a good horror series. I agree, because, like, they didn't know Megan was going to become who she is now on Twitter, getting in, like, Twitter beef and being iconic and singing Taylor Swift. Like, this all came after the production of the film, after the first image was released. So like with the expectations of this is the early January horror film, PG 13 from Blumhouse, like, I found it pretty and I think that's why I think I'm a little bit higher than both of you is because I went in with the expectations that this was going to be terrible a la the boy or Brahms the boy you know like I thought this was going right. to be truly awful and it's not it's like an incredibly average PG 13 horror film about a doll killing people like this is as average as you can get I think it does try at least to say some interesting stuff even if the conversations are ultimately just like as basic as you can be but I think that with the reaction this character has gotten I cannot wait for for the sequels because I think the sequels are going to be where it really embraces this like crazy out of the box iconic energy that the film is kind of presented in its social media marketing. Um, but I don't know, I was like, for, with the expectations, it's going to be a shitty PG 13 horror film. Like, it does everything to be like exactly that, but like in a respectable way. Like, I don't know, it was watchable. I would never watch this again. To me, it feels like they engineered the marketing ahead of writing the script. Like, it almost feels like they came up with a really great, like, character and pitch concept. And then they were like, okay, we need to figure out how to, like, put her into the world. And just, like, get this movie out, get this done. And then start being weird later.
1: Oh, I do think that that's part of the problem with the screen tests. Is that uh, they definitely did pivot. um, And you can feel that um, in a way that's, like... I think what you're talking about where they were like, oh, okay, this is fully comedy. Apparently the comedy did really well in the screen tests and the horror was scaring children. And they were like, okay, well then we're just going to cut all of the horror basically and just make it more of a comedy. But the problem is the back half of this movie doesn't have much comedy. So <laughs> like you feel a very big shift. Um, I would say at the second to third act where like there's no humor anymore and it's just a light horror like a very light horror um even the deaths don't really like do much for me i was just disappointed in their lack of creativity um i thought that she was going to do some really crazy stuff there is one moment that's uh fun violence but the rest of it i think is pretty pretty tame and pretty lame
0: i think they need to lean into visual gags more next time like i think just like the way megan just like moves and jumps around and dances and is just like such this like weird just thing to look at. I think if they're going to continue with the PG 13 route, she just needs to be constantly for lack of a better way to describe this. She needs to be constantly doing gifable shit because it's just like that really feels like what is grabbing people and what I think does get, it does fade away in that third act, especially when, and I mean, like, slight spoilers, I guess. But the third act is just a fight in a house. And they're just kind of yeah. wrestling. Like, it's like this crazy uh, yeah. movie, and then it just sort of turns into, like, like, you playing with a doll in your house with a budget of zero dollars. Just totally, like, get off me. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I,
1: I also like think it's just, funny. We
0: could go crazier. We could
1: yeah. step
0: outside but- of the figurative toy box. <laughs>
1: It also retroactively made me appreciate that movie um, A Violent Night a little bit more. Because that one, when I watched that, I was like, okay, I'm ready for the sequel of this one. But like when I think back to that, I'm like, at least that one had some fun kills. It had some good moments. Uh, I think this one's, this is a little bit better on the comedy. Oh, on the comedy. Yeah, but like the comedy kind of just, after a point, I didn't feel like the comedy was doing anything for me. After she sings the first time, I thought it was very funny. But like when she did it again with Titanium, I was like, I guess we're doing another singing joke.
0: I Um, liked it because I was like, we can talk about Sia. I was thinking like, oh, another Sia mention on the podcast. (laughs) Keep it going. Yeah, I
1: mean, we've always got to mention Sia. Um, How did you guys feel about the film Music? (laughs) (laughs) Great casting. (laughs) Um, But um, I don't
0: know. I think like consistently Maybe the written humor wasn't always strong. The physical, like, comedy of Megan, like, there's a, like, did I audibly laugh when she has a, a like a early fight scene? She comes up and her hair is like just a mess. And was I like, oh, that's a mood? Yes, that was iconic when she gets on all fours and like runs around. Like I love her. I think it's great, but it's like I don't know. It feels very similar to Child's Play. Like I don't think the, the early Child's Play films are that great because like I don't know. A lot of the action is just the doll kind of jumping on people. It's like when it gets creative is when it becomes fun. And I think Megan suffers the same issues, but I think it's also going to rectify itself quicker than that franchise did. So, like, I don't know. I'm hopeful. It did go to the box. We office. need another Megan. We need another <laughs> Megan. Like, well, I mean, Megan actually... versus Chucky, which I think is
1: happening. <laughs> I think it's genuinely going to happen. I don't know because Chucky's now a protagonist of his own TV show. Not that timeline. I think like 2019. Which is such a
0: fun film, by the way. Like, if you've not seen Child's Play, and I, maybe we'll get into it more, but, like, such a fun film. I don't think it's a good horror film, but, like, Aubrey Plaza's in it. There's some iconic lines. Like, This is for Tupac is still one of my favorite horror lines of all time. Like, love that film. I think it if it had come out three years later, it would have been a much bigger hit. Yes. Like, maybe even, like, post-show. Like, I think the show kind of made him popular again. I think if they yeah. had, like, done the show first... And then they were like, oh, here's this new take. I think it would have done much better.
1: I also think that the trailer for that was specifically bad because I remember not going to see it because of the trailer because it looked like it was going to be super, super, super violent. Um, and then apparently it's not as violent. But it's a lot pretty of the, violent. There's some good Yeah, balance. but like a lot of the... I know, but like um, it's not as like... Like when they showed the trailer, it was just like, Mm-mm, nope, this looks saw to me um and I don't it kind of is <laughs> it is though okay, well then i'm not watching There's it. one well, death like, in particular
0: that it, like but it's telling like you can see it coming. is it the
1: buzzsaw no that was why i didn't oh the buzzsaw is why i didn't see it whatever's they, happening with the-
0: it's it's definitely just like like it's like slasher movie nasty like like it, like they really went hard i don't mind that. slasher i think would be I fine with it paul porn. it's not like that torture, yeah it's-, it's just very gory yeah. It's very gory, Online but board. it's not like, yeah, yeah.
1: I have no problems with the gory. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, I would say that was part of the problem too. Because I remember a couple of my friends were like, not for me. Um, even like, I know it's on like Hulu or something. And I've t- asked my friends, should we watch this? And they're like, nope. <laughs> you didn't um, know me back then. I would have dragged your ass <laughs> to it. I was there opening day. Enjoy. Uh, <laughs> you dragged me to opening day of Megan and look how that turned out. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true.
0: But here we are, and yeah, you're reviewing yeah, the, movie talking in the about it. Um,
1: but yeah, uh, if we're moving into spoilers a little bit, uh, talking about the deaths, uh, and I've heard from multiple people that they're also feeling this way. The first big death is a dog death, and it's like supposed to be funny, and it just does not work. The dog is not a it, like. When a dog gets killed in a movie, either it has to be like a character that you're like, oh, no, or it has to be like a piece of shit. And you're like, I kind of get it. This dog is not that bad. It jumps on a window and then the girl punches it in the face and it bites her. And like when Allison Williams is like, it attacked my daughter. It's like, yeah, she got into his yard. (laughs) Of course, Um, it's just a weird plot line because it's written by it feels like weak writing like it doesn't it's like oh what do you do in a horror movie i guess you kill the dog as the first kill and then like the dog owner's looking for the dog it's just bland and then like the bully kid all of the murders in this are just like there's no one surprised it feels like first draft to me like there's yeah. no one in there that you're like oh that was clever you know if they would killed um Allison williams character has two assistants and i thought they were gonna get cool deaths but then obviously they were like Uh, and i think that they originally did is my belief and then when they were like we're gonna make this into a series we're gonna save these two and give them like you know they're gonna become comedic relief um but that doesn't end up like so they exist to die and then they don't and i'm like why were you here then they kind of die and then they survive anyway. <laughs> the moment where Brian
0: Jordan Alvarez is getting choked is very much until Dawn, like where like there is a moment yes. where she could have chosen to not cut him down and <laughs> face <case> after
1: Megan. <laughs> because it is, oh, it well, is... And then Megan like makes sure to kill everyone, like in really brutal fashions. And then this these two people, she's like, eh, I'm gonna assume this'll work. Um not that it mattered. It didn't even like come back. It just it's like Overall, my biggest problems with this are just with the script. And, you know, I just read that they're releasing the unrated cut. So, like, maybe I'll watch it and be like, okay, yeah, I get this. Um, This works better. But, like, right now I'm just like, it, you know, I don't feel a connection to, like, the movie. You said, like, I won't watch this again. And, like, I feel like there, you know, it could have been something I really wanted to watch. But um, I will say... The ear sequence freaked me out, even though it makes no logical sense. Um, like that's not what ears do. <laughs> but the I'm stretching still, like,
0: practical effect was pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah.
1: It, when it, he became yeah. like goop. Um, yeah. But also, like he's not a he's not that shitty. Like that kid, like he sucks. Sure, but like you didn't give enough time to like have him really be bad. He immediately starts attacking Megan, and that's like you know his death. Well, I just
0: think that's a problem with the whole movie. The pacing is just so wonky and relationships are formed instantaneously. They don't let any of the concepts like I really wanted to see Megan and the daughter's friendship like really kind of develop and grow a little bit and just have some ridiculous scenes of them kind of forming that bond. I think that would have made a lot of the kills more satisfying because you would be like, oh, I understand why this thing is so defensive of this little girl and like the weird like in its own weird psychotic way like i like you could understand the kills a little bit more but yeah they they rushed through everything i think just to make it palatable like there was a constant like to me it feels like a movie that's made for not for the horror fan but for the person who gets dragged to it with the horror fan like Um, it's kind of trying to appease that kind of personality at every
1: turn it's funny uh as you started talking um and said like things felt crammed my favorite scene in this movie is um when the uh therapist comes to see if like she's gonna be a good mother to her good guardian and the daughter still has like injuries from the event and they're like oh this was two weeks ago and i'm like You're expecting her to be, like, settled and, like, I can be a good parent enough for this woman to watch me work with this kid and it'd be fine? My sister just died two weeks ago. Because she had collectibles.
0: Oh, no, it was (laughs) back She had collectibles. You don't understand, Paul. That's, like, my... I like how you guys talk about the script in a horror sense. My bigger issue was, like, the drama. I don't get why there was such a disconnect between her and the child. Don't really get it. But, like, also, like, this movie tries to have this relationship about, like, electronics and how that can be horrible for modern parenting and like sure i think that's a good point i think i'm happy you're trying to say something but also then it has like these weird scenes where it feels like it's trying to make a statement on like it's so wrong that she has these collectibles that are toys that the girl can't play <laughs> bitch go to dollar tree and just pick up some toys like why is that the she only option she and has why a we ton of toys
1: them? and she's like there's toys right here. <laughs> and also, like, the ther- like the
0: drama with the therapist, I hated. It also just, like, did not add anything. But, like, when, like, there's an extended scene of them rolling the ball, and she's like, oh, I can show you how this toy works, and the therapist is like, shut up, that's not good. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, that drama felt so forced. And again, I think it really sucks, because that means nothing. You can have the entire killer doll movie, the entire, like, disconnect on why she favors the doll. All the pressures of her work... Like, like all that stands without the therapist. So why is there so much time spent with the therapist building the stupid drama? Like it doesn't work. Well, Especially my since friend. the therapist doesn't die.
1: Yeah. And there's yeah. like,
0: like she doesn't even really figure into it at the end.
1: Yeah. Uh, she, she goes, can you leave us for a second? And then the woman's like, I am leaving the film. <laughs> this is my last scene. We are done here. Um, no, there's so many things set up. Like, Um, continuing on with that crammed that you're talking about. They also had that whole sequence where like, okay, uh, they try the original Megan and it explodes. And I thought that was going to come back. It does not, not in any like meaningful way. I know that they stab that thing, the, this part that they talk about, but I thought she was going to, like, her face was going to explode. I was very excited to see her head pop off and no, they don't do that. It's just like they stab it and that's it. But, um, you know, they set it up and it's like, oh, we are like months away from this working. OK, actually, I'm going to go into like the <laughs> logic of Megan. I was dying this entire film. So Megan doesn't work is what they set up. They're like, hey, can you make this other thing? That is the premise of the movie when we start, uh, which is a cheaper version of for um you know kids who can't afford these like basically furbies like shitting furbies and she's like i can't figure out what to do i'm like you could make them not shit for one i'm sure that would save you a hundred dollars right there i don't think you need that technology well it would be a furby Um, without it so get (laughs) yeah so she's like really uh she's trying to figure out that and then her uh you know niece is there and she's like i don't want a parent so i'm gonna Fix the doll that I've been struggling with for months. Not that she learned anything from it. Like there's no like eureka moment. She's just like, oh, I'll finish it. And then it works fine. Um, But her boss is like, we have to rush this immediately so that we no one can see this doll. (laughs) Then Allison Williams proceeds to show it to her neighbor, show it to the cop show it to all of those children (laughs) at the uh collective uh it was like the amount of people that saw this doll and like while they're like no one under any circumstance can even know that this exists and allison williams like yes totally agree but then there's amount of times where she's like you know uh we can't let anyone see um megan and i'm like you're showing megan around you've told like three people this is our like doll it's not a real person (laughs) um It also, like,
0: having Megan do, do that killing of that child in that, like, Woodland retreat where all those parents were there, like, they would have all communicated amongst themselves and been like... She brought a robot doll and then one of her <laughs> Like it doesn't seem like that big of a mystery to me. Like I like it doesn't He seem goes like off with the girl, girl who
1: has the robot doll and then his ear is ripped off and he's thrown into the street. That like that like um
0: person who they met at the beginning of who was like taking who was checking them in would have been like she had a robot doll in the eye. <laughs>
1: Well, and then because the an dog goes missing. Then the woman is murdered the next day, and they're like, We don't know what's going on here. Like, I wish the cops hadn't even been involved because I was just like, This is so stupid. Like, <laughs> the cops I mean, in no way would have been like, I don't know.
0: I don't think, you're, like, if this was real life, if your neighbor, say, I don't think I'd be like, It must be the doll, actually. Like, I get where you'd be like, That's no, a movie.
1: but like, there's no way. There is no way that that woman is shot in the hand and then drowned in acid and they're like okay we're just gonna let this family like not go in and talk to the cops we're not gonna check on this doll that she says is humanistic
0: (laughs) (laughs) that stares out the window at 3 a.m at her
1: yeah (laughs) on on the police report (laughs) (laughs) and then like um But my biggest problem with this movie, and I I told Michael this as soon as we walked out, I was like, oh, I was so excited that they had introduced that there are these little like evil Furby things that are like, you know, awful. And she's figuring out how to work technology and i was like here's what's gonna happen they're gonna be having the event and all the furbies are gonna jump on people and start ripping everyone to shreds and i was like i am so ready for this it's coming and then nothing happens she walks out of the building and drives a car you need to know like, that's child's it part.
0: that's just the ending of child's <laughs> play a 2019 they have like oh, all so the funny. different Chuckies. like it's so good also they they're saving that for megan to the new batch
1: um, I also thought it was very weird when they showed like other races of Megan, and then I was like, "Are they not going to reference that again?" <laughs> like, no, then they're like, "We still only have this one white doll." <laughs> they're like, "She can be other things. She's not fucking going to, but they could be." I think I there believe... will
0: be other Megans.
1: I, I, yeah. Well, okay. I think it'd be sick it if like, like the
0: sequel has like it's a small world, but it's all Megans, <laughs> and then it just like attacks oh, well, the people in the boat. The mode.
1: Dennis, the Dennis Nedry character obviously like that's going to matter for the sequel. Um, That like sniveling little assistant who sends all of the files for Megan to like some random company. Um, They also try to make that into a thing. And it's like, I know this is just setting up for a sequel, but I don't understand why you don't finish that storyline. It's like, she tells him like you stole all the files. A how does she know that? I'm sure if she can look into computers, but like at that point, at that point, if she's gotten that smart, then like it should have been a lot more she's you know working that smart house like you know crazy not just she still exists i don't know i have so many problems <laughs> yeah
0: but do you think the sequels gonna? i like mean do you think the sequels gonna be better
1: i am worried that the sequel will become like closer to just camp And, like, camped by people who don't do camp. You know, because this is not particularly good camp. Like, and I worry that if it's the same people, like, James Wan does not do camp well. Um, Sorry to malignant fans. Same screenwriter (laughs) as Megan. Yeah, I know. Um, Well, yeah. And I think that that's a struggle um, for them to, like, do something that you're like oh yes this is crazy like this is really funny and fun like i think it's just, i i hope but i think it would need a new creative team like with yeah. this is the bouncing off point
0: i hope we get a new director but, because his first film yes. house sound is very much so a comedy horror film and i watched it in anticipation of megan and i did not find it funny or good so i'm really hopeful like we get someone who's like funny let's in the screenwriter in the director let's just like find funny people to do it
1: I also think Allison Williams is a weird choice because she's not a comedy actress. I know she was in Girls, but she's never been like funny. Even in like, um, I, I think her performance in Get Out is great, but it's not a comedic performance. But I don't think they planned um, for it to she... be funny.
0: Everyone signed on to this project because it was like, it was not supposed to be funny. And then they had to make it funny. I guess so. I also think I would... she's not going to be the lead in the sequel. I think they're going to have different. Oh no, she
1: time. absolutely is. There's, there's no way. It.
0: She may be in it. No, but I don't no, think no, there's no the
1: way you have that little girl we've set up who like is a badass now, and Allison Williams and all of her stupid assistants. They're going to be like you know in Jurassic Park, t- uh, Jurassic World two when they're like trying to like these are all, they're all going to be like anti tech people now. <laughs> like, I guess I just want the next one to be from Megan's
0: perspective that's my
1: wish agreed i could see that but i think it's going to be a lot of it she wants to protect the daughter i think that's (laughs) is that why
0: they set up the outside the outdoor school is kind of because then they can just go like into the woods and be like no technology (laughs) we're in the forest the
1: outdoor school literally felt like one of those things where they were like I don't know, fucking, she goes to an outdoor school. Who cares? It means nothing. <laughs> like, Why like,
0: isn't she just in a high school, like a school? And I
1: love that she's like, she's like, I have to create this presentation that's worth billions of dollars. And she's like, but could you make some sandwiches? And she's like, yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> no, she's <laughs> like, like, I'm willing will- to risk this billion dollar deal for Megan just so you can have her at the, to- <laughs> the, the toy table. And all she does is just tell the woman, no photos. Like, God, I'm sure you'll take care of it.
1: <laughs> Imagine. It's like... It's the amount of like stupidity in this movie, but it doesn't hit like, you know, uh, it was interesting right before we went and saw this, Michael and I were talking about Mystery Science Theater. And I was like, the really great thing about Mystery Science is like it has you take movies that are bad, but they hit a really funny thing and just point it out. And then you realize how dumb it is. Basically what we're doing right now with Megan. But like, I don't feel like this movie hits to where it's like, if I was sitting with a group of friends, we could make our own version of that. In a lot of like bad fun movies, you can, this is just like, I feel like we'd be watching and We're Like, I guess it's fine. I think it's almost like too competent for its own good. <laughs> like it's just fine. But like, there is so much stupid in this movie. I think
0: that's so important. Yeah. I think of the reaction, like, cause I think a lot of people go into this expecting oh. it to be genuinely good. I think if it was like bad, I feel like, like, it'd be detrimental to the film. I feel like you can make the future sequels bad, but you can't make this, you have to make this confident enough to where people will like, go watch it. This can't be Brahms the boy. This has to be Brahms the boy, not Brahms the boy two.
1: It's just the boy the first time.
0: I think, I think it's going <laughs> to get simultaneously more competent and ridiculous as they go. Cause now that they see that this has value, I think they're going to treat it as such. I think there's a chance Taylor Swift is going to be a new director next time. What? What if this is the feature Taylor Swift is directing? Mega 2. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's oh her man. in the forest. That'd be so fun. Script, script co-wit written by Taylor Swift and, and James Wan.
1: See, that's like the future I, I want for this light. franchise.
0: I want see the sequel to like have her go to the Eras tour, walk out on stage, and like brutally
1: murder <laughs> Taylor Swift on stage. Like that'd be yeah, iconic. That's, see, that's where like it isn't going to be that. I feel like this, and like I just feel like it's going to stay a lot more bland than we're expecting uh, overall. And like, uh, I don't have any like Violent Night. I fully believe that the sequel will like be a lot more fun than this one. I do not believe in a sequel for Megan. I think it's going Whoa. to play. I think it's going to try to play to people, but also not get too queer. And I think that that's going to be a line that they have to like follow. And I think it will end up being like a weird mishmash of like, okay, well that was too corny for me. And then someone else is going to be like, well, that was too serious for what I was wanting. I don't know why the person who wants (laughs) cornier, Queer things got a deep voice, but violent night sets up a really fun
0: sequel for straight people, which is why when they make it for straight people, it's gonna work. Megan sets up a really fun movie for gay people, so when they make it for straight people, it's gonna be disappointing. When (laughs) violent night ended, my immediate thought was Winona Ryder as Mrs. Claus. Yes, they're just gonna do that. That was like, I was like, if they made that the sequel to violent night, that shit would make. 100 million opening weekend <laughs> that would be like so why funny. not like who like who else what is, else else be is she doing pause? <laughs> it's so good um <laughs> maybe betty gilpin oh god oh, that'd be really fun i just hope violent night the sequel and like not to get in violent night but like i hope the sequel just makes it like really fun Santa like the chimney death that's what I want out of right. the entire film.
1: I, I want so much more Viking Santa and so much less Little Girl. And I think that was my problem with this movie too. Stop giving me like a heart in these movies. Like I yes. don't care. Like fuck off. Like the amount of times, like I remember sitting there and I was like not, I hadn't decided where I felt on the movie, but um, I'm sitting there listening to uh, Allison Williams download an app to read a short story to the little girl and i was like what are we doing right now (laughs) like she's like she's like uh the daughter's like can you read me a bedtime story and she's like well let me download the app and she's like it's taking a little while and i was like oh boy i really was expecting this uh Demon doll movie to be a little bit. They also villainize like that scene, cuts. and
0: they're like, "How dare she have to download the app? Why would she not be ready for? It? Like, what are you talking <laughs> about?"
1: Not... The <laughs> dude just like will...
0: she had no time prepared. It's like, an isn't it commercial? Isn't it nice that she's like preparing, trying to do something? Like, I don't know. So good. it's yeah, all like no, a like, bad like, cut scene in like a video game where they're trying to establish rapport between the family members. Yes, but they have to yeah. do it in like one little moment. And well, you're trying to skip it meanwhile to get to the part where you have to play it as a little girl before. Yeah, the game
1: well, I mean like overall I felt like as Alison Williams, like I didn't understand when they're like, Oh, she can go with the um, grandparents. I was like, why not? You don't want this girl. <laughs> like she'll be perfectly happy with the grandparents and they don't set up why she wouldn't want to be there. She's like, my sister wanted me to have her. And I was like, yeah, but you suck. Well, it wasn't like, that
0: her sister just... wanted her to have her. Her sister just specifically did not say, I want to, you to go to the grandparents. So that was enough for the woman to be like, oh, she wants me to have her. She wants me. That's <laughs> the set <that's the>, of <laughs>
1: have... what she provides. <laughs> to quote Jennifer Coolidge, she had no maternal instincts or skills, but I should definitely take this daughter. <laughs> like every single aspect of that movie. And then they're like, okay, and everything's fine now. I'm like, no, she's still going to be an awful mother. <laughs> like, this is not going to go well. And that's going to do it for our review of Megan. You can
0: find it currently in theaters. I assume it will be on streaming before too long here, but you know, it is currently in theaters. Let's go to our question of the week. Quickly looking back at last week, we asked what 2023 film we're most looking forward to. Obviously, Michael, you won with across the spider verse, but I did beat Paul uh, because more people want to see Wonka than I thought. I thought it was
1: going to be everything for you, Michael. And it wasn't. So that's good. That's very disappointing because uh, people should be fucking excited about, Uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. And honestly, I bet when we go back in a year and we look and it's like, hey, which was the best of the three? Um, Oh, by the way, so (laughs) um, I think it's going to be the third
0: best. I am
1: am thrilled because um, there's a chocolate shop opening in Universal City Walk, uh, like a giant chocolate themed restaurant. And I was like, the way I'm going to go to that right before going to Wonka, it'll be like a straight shot and it'll be Lovely. so good yeah Ooh, right I'm <laughs> yeah i know um when we went and saw puss in boots which is great by the way um i was like walking past and it's like you know what we need to do <laughs> and we all made plans so yeah. So i will be ha- be having a big party prior to
0: <laughs> i love that like now that you're really excited for that whatever comes out that week we have to do teenage mutant
1: ninja turtles as the review instead even it's though... no like teenage mutant Ninja turtles is like part of my entire like mythos and culture. I love that for um, you. Yeah, no. I'm not
0: making us watch 80s for Brady or whatever it's called, but you know what? We will watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, you guys have to do anything. (laughs) Are you fucking? That'll be a part me? of rapid reviews. We will see what comes That'll up be... in February. What is that? that, that they, we a Super Bowl themed eighty for Brady
1: episode. You know I'm going to give it five stars. You just know I'm going to give it five stars. I just feel like it would get so. See, I and... cannot wait till one of these like doesn't hit you right, and you're just going to be devastated. <sighs> it's Paul, really I'm delusional. I think you're going to be <laughs> waiting a
0: while. <laughs> um. Well, let's go to this week's question of the week, which is what horror character would you want to see Megan fight? Not including Chucky, because that's the obvious answer. I mean, they're fighting on Twitter right now. Um, I'll go first, because I think talking about iconic horror icons from the recent years, specifically with a sequel last year, I want to see Megan fight the girl from Orphan. Esther, I think is her name. She, I think Orphan First Kill, drastically underrated when it comes to fun horror comedies. I think that they would just match up very well. And I would like to see this old woman dressed as a child beat the shit out of Megan, because I do think she would kill her. So that's my vote. Paul, what's your answer?
1: Samara from The Ring. And here's okay. why. Um, They both are like tech-based demons. And I think that that would be really fun because I think that they could end up in the tv together and like there's all sorts of things that you could do where it's like you know maybe samara even goes inside her because she can take her over there's there's tons of stuff that you can do with it i was trying to think of someone not the little girl aspect but more the doll and then i was like oh there's a little girl and a doll like a you know a techie kind of thing It's perfect that'd be fun michael who do you want to see megan fight
0: i think i want to see her fight megan fox I want Megan versus <laughs> Megan Fox.
1: I love that, um,
0: especially specifically till,
1: from uh, till death. We, oh the, god! Or, no, I was going to say Jennifer's uh, body also Jennifer's works body.
0: too. <laughs> Jennifer's body would make more sense if it was like a versus. I like the idea of Megan just Fox being just like, like IRL, Megan <laughs> just Megan Fox from the horror movie that is Life, <laughs> <laughs> machine is, gun Kelly's. Honestly, Megan should just fight her and Machine Gun Kelly. Megan now. versus Machine <laughs> Gun Kelly does sound incredible. I'll give you that. Oh, oh my god. Uh, cinema. I love that. that. Would- we would all, everyone <laughs> in the world would go to see that. I'm. I know but I did least, not like within a certain age range. <laughs> I did not watch his movie last year, so this is like bold coming for me. I'm ready for oh, good machine morning. Gun, no machine he, like Taurus, I think it's called. I don't know, but I'm so excited for the oh. machine gun Kelly like Renaissance that is coming because I'm so here for it. Emo it girl happened already and then ended. No, <laughs> I want it bigger and better. Like that was stage one. That was like you know getting a taste of him in the mainstream i'm ready for him just like shoot upwards i want him to get an so Oscar. funny maybe he can play morbius <laughs> he would be so good he not can, to get into morbius, morbius two, the, the movie mean, that'll Donato, exist. but morbius 2 with the villain being machine gun kelly would be incredible like we just need to accept that um, no, that's
1: true. I love how there's just like you just believe that movies are just made just for you.
0: Well, <laughs> oftentimes it feels like there are. They are. I mean, Ticket to <laughs> Paradise, Morbius. I think I'm the only ones who likes these films, so <laughs> I, it must be me.
1: <laughs> so good.
0: Uh, that's gonna do it though for this episode of Clappercast. Where can we find everyone on social media?
1: Paul at Price Like Tag on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. Michael.
0: At King of Burbank on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxd, etc. Oh and you God. can find me on Twitter at BP underscore movie reviews, letterbox just Carson Tamar. Thank you so much for watching. You can email us at clappercast at gmail.com.
1: Oh, what? People could see me while I'm making fun of you. Yeah.
0: No, <laughs> and I want everyone to take note of this bullying. You know, I am the fucking victim. So let's be clear. Um you can find me on Twitter and you can email us and you can follow us on Twitter at Clapper Podcast. That's that. See you next week as we discuss all things award season. Boy, I'm sure that's going to be a really fun episode that everyone's going to love our opinions on. See you then.